Welcome to the Non-Rev Lounge. We've got show 43 today. Today we have our friend Greg on the show with us. He's been a big supporter of our, of our show, and we'll talk some aviation and some of his travels. Ladies and gentlemen, the captain has turned off the seatbelt sign, and you are free to move around the cabin. Non-Rev Lounge is a travel and aviation podcast. Tyler and Monique are siblings that both work for a major airline in Phoenix, Arizona. During this podcast, they will discuss using their flight benefits to travel the world, as well as talk about things that happen at work. They have guests on almost every week to share their travels and stories, leaving tips on the best places to travel or things to do. Enjoy. Welcome, Greg. Hey, thanks for having me. So before we get to know Greg, let's talk a little bit about where we're at. Yeah, so we're in Los Angeles. Yeah, we're at the H Hotel. So we've been talking about this a little bit. This isn't our our deal, but we've kind of mentioned it because along with Doug and True and their podcast, meeting up with them, but there's a big meetup that they do every year here in LA, and it's for aviation geeks like me yeah like you <laughs> and greg but um they take pictures we take pictures here and then they do kind of a get together and do a raffle and it's kind of fun kind of nerdy but we, yeah so we came over we non-revved over this weekend yeah monique just came over for the day yeah i actually flew over with laura our friend that's flight attendant and then Brittany. and Brittany, yeah and then and, melissa met us on the plane yeah and so. then we met brandon laura just picked up a guy was <laughs> Straight guy on the plane. <laughs> Works for our line. Yeah. But yeah, he was on the plane too, just coming over for this. And they're actually, we at, we met some people that listened to our show. There was a DJ spotter out of Raleigh. Yeah. So that was kind of neat to have him come come up to us and kind of chat with us. So Yeah, but it's kind of strange to have people recognize you, but you have no idea who they are. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. They, they, they listen and have, enjoy our show. Yeah, it's surprising. Because you don't. <laughs> No. no, maybe not. I enjoyed doing it. You listened to the show recently, though. I did. Yeah, my friend made me listen to it. <laughs> she was like, "Put it on." Yeah, but we're sitting in the or in our hotel room here, so you may hear an airplane because we're where we're at. The rooftop has a, a deck. We're right between the two runways, so we actually we're so close. There was an earthquake last night. You weren't here yet. No. But I was here with him, who was on the show too. And we started feeling the hotel shake, and we thought I thought it was an airplane because we were so close to the runway. And he's like, "No, that's not an airplane. This is an airplane. <laughs> that's stronger than an airplane." <laughs> yeah, so that was kind of crazy. Yeah. But the, this is my first time to this hotel, and it is pretty cool to be this close to the runways and yeah, to be up top, and you have such a good view of it. It could use a pool up top. Yeah, couldn't it? If it was heated. Well, you don't need a heat right now. It's hot outside. But you... I, well, I was upstairs with my long pants and my sweatshirt on in the sun. And it felt great. Yeah. Well, it feels good because we're in Arizona. So, all right. But we also saw our friends Jen and Justin were here too, so that was fun to see yeah. them over at this dork fest. If you think we had, and Drew's here with our little group, so there's been yeah. a number of people that have been on the show that are here with us today. Yeah. So it's been fun. All right, so let's get to know Greg. So I met Greg here last year when, so they, they canceled this event because of the good COVID, but we still came and that's why I met Greg last year. And so it's your year anniversary? Yeah. Oh, congratulations. Oh, how sweet. And we wanted <laughs> we wanted Greg to come to Anchorage with us, but he has family stuff that have a... Family. <laughs> Kids are the worst. Yeah. Kids are the worst. <laughs> He's got it. We need to assure that says that. Yeah, so it was it was my it was my daughter's senior dance recital and I wasn't gonna miss that this year. So yeah. yeah, for sure. I would have been in trouble for sure had I <laughs> gone to Anchorage instead of that. So well, now she's a senior, she's gone. We can next year we can do it. Yes, I'm an empty nester now, so now I've got lots of freedom to go and do and whatever so perfect but greg's been very supportive of our show you'll reach out to me not every week but a lot and kind of say this is what i thought or i enjoyed and so it's been nice to have your 
and I was kind of surprised because we we said when we started the show, I think it's going to be like employees that listen. Yeah. But when you said no, I enjoy it. That's like oh, that's that means a lot because I know you listen to a couple of different podcasts and we're not as aviation centric as probably the other ones you listen to. But yeah. uh, I I like listening to the stories that everybody tells. So I think it's and, and the travel tips. I like the tips at the end of the show. That's always fun to yeah yeah. Hadn't thought about that, but that's a good idea. Okay. I'm glad that so, yeah, we can reach out to people that maybe not have the so. This episode, you'll have to call it the Revenue Lounge Podcast because I don't get the non-rev. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, like I offered benefits, buddy passes, but and maybe you'll get to use them. But, uh, but they're so crappy on deals that yeah, they're still so expensive. But yeah, so if you ever want to, I got buddy passes. Okay. If you don't spend a lot of money to go stand by. <laughs> well, there are there are certain times it works because we were looking to go to Amsterdam. I don't know if you want that to be public, but Heathrow. Heathrow, but you were going to go over to Amsterdam. You go, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I agree. Yeah, if you're doing buddy passes internationally, like... Yeah, and he probably could uh, even got business class for like $40 more. Yeah, that's, so I was that's like, the way to do it. go lay flat and get there. And it's a lot cheaper than, than buying those tickets. But but uh, but yeah, you've been a big sporty. So we'll, and you have some fun stuff from aviation and travel stuff. So. so how did you get interested into or into aviation? I've been flying since I was like nine months old. I oh, asked my mom... Uh, recently I said, when was the first time that you took me flying? And, uh, she said, I think you were about nine months old because my dad was in the service. And so he retired in 75 and I was born in 70. So for five years I got travel periodically and, um, mom started flying with me when I was really young. And she said, you were always a great flyer. You never gave me any trouble. So I've always enjoyed flying. And when I was ready to graduate from college I looked at joining the Air Force to fly I wanted to fly KC-10s uh, I kind of missed out on that a little bit I wanted to work for uh, any of the aircraft manufacturers but when I was graduating from college the industry was in a little bit of a downturn so nobody was hiring mm. uh, so I've just kind of I'm an engineer so I've just done other engineering jobs and just kind of enjoy aviation as a hobby and a side opportunity i guess but he's he knows his stuff like i work at the airline and he goes says stuff and i'm like you're losing me <laughs> it's, it's engines is i think your specialty yeah i co-opt at uh, ge aircraft engines in college i did two co-op tours there so i really enjoy engines especially the ge engines yeah um, i'm like that one's louder that one's pretty <laughs> but yeah he's very into it so he knows his stuff so. very cool so let's talk a little bit about this trip that you're on now yeah so um drew kind of he kind of drew this up for us when we were looking at coming out here this year. Originally, we were supposed to go to Dulles, and then we were going to fly a 777 from Dulles to LAX, and the airline changed what aircraft they were going to use, and I think they switched it from a 777 to a 321. So we were like, no, we don't want to do that. Yeah. So Drew started looking around to see what else he could find, and he found a 787-10 from Newark to LAX. So we, I flew from Lexington to Charlotte to Newark and then from Newark to LAX and then going back, I'm going back to Atlanta. So I'm flying on all three major airlines on this trip. Yes, you, you flew American to, <laughs> to Newark, Charlotte, and then, oh, and then, Charlotte, Newark. And then, uh, yeah, United on the 777, or the the which was nice because our airline doesn't have that. So how was that experience? Your first time on it? That was first first time on the 787. That plane is really, really nice inside. I told those guys, everybody, all these guys know that I'm a huge 777 fan. And uh, they've tried to 
convert me to other aircraft. <laughs> and I think they may have converted me on the customer experience on the 787 because that the interior on that is just, it's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's comfortable. It's quiet. I like the sound of the engines, but you just don't get to hear it on those. But this flight out here was really smooth. We had a little bit of turbulence, but it was like floating on a cloud even when you're going through turbulence on that plane yeah i saw your pictures he's over the engine so pre what do they call it premium economy or this was premium economy there was like three or four rows of premium economy on on this configuration and so we were in the very last row of premium economy with nice window over the the engines yeah the engine the windows on those 787s are huge and it's just amazing what you can see out there so to me, it still blows my mind how you can just push a button and it just changes it without, I mean, it's like, how is it doing? I know that I've heard of, I'd heard about that and I anticipated the change to be much faster than it was, okay. but I had pushed the buttons and it just, it does it so gradually that you're like, well, is it broken? Is it even working? <laughs> yeah. But it, eventually it changes and it gets, it gets darker. Maybe they didn't coming. want the kids being like, open, close, open, close. <laughs> it was just, just like <laughs> strobe light yeah. effect. <laughs> did you check any luggage coming out? I did not. I carried everything on. I just had one bag, so I didn't have to check anything. And That's there's like, that thing would have got lost for sure. <laughs> Changing all those airlines. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was like three different trips though, because it, oh, was, like, it okay, was like three okay. one. I did three. I'm doing three one way. Oh, okay. On it wasn't this. all booked. Okay, so I was like, oh so, man. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like, all booked on one, one, one trip. Yeah, I carried on. The only thing, the only time I had to gate check was uh, from Lexington to Charlotte because that was just a regional. Your favorite plane, right? After the triple seven. The, yeah, the well, dash? that one wasn't bad. That was a CRJ seven hundred, so okay, it wasn't the, not the two hundred. No, nah, it wasn't the two hundred, so or the E one forty five. What'd you call that one? Uh, the lawn dart. <laughs> just any time you just throw well, it. It's just a little the nose. Thin. Oh, it's real pointy. And but you, you flew one of those a few weeks ago, right? Yeah, the one thing I, I the one thing I would you call the, the devil's chariot. No, that's Satan's chariot is oh. the CRJ two hundred. Oh, that's Satan's chariot. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the E one forty five is the lawn dart. But the one thing I will give the E one forty five credit on is on the left side of the plane they just have one row of seats. So if you get that seat, you have a window and an aisle, which is nice. So you don't have to sit next to anybody. You've got a window. You've got an aisle. So I will give them that. But aside from that, there's not much else I like about that airplane. I'm pretty tall and it's hard for me yeah. to stand up straight inside that airplane because it's so so small well, i don't think anyone questions your dislike for crjs Everyone. no one's like are you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't mind like the 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 500s and the 700s are okay and the one that united's doing the the 550 yeah which is actually a 700 with configured for 50 seats that's a pretty nice airplane because they've got like a big closet right in the middle of it where you can put all your carry-on yeah, it does stuff look so, nice. you, so you don't have yeah. to gate check a bunch of stuff. So It definitely is nicer. So I told Monique this story, and I probably should have just saved it, but our parents came to visit us for a birth, my daughter's birthday, for Lola's birthday. And so we were gonna go, I was going to go pick him up from the airport in the morning, and I told Jake, our five-year-old, get your shoes on because after we are going to pick him up, we were going to go to breakfast, go grab breakfast. Otherwise, he doesn't need shoes to sit in the car. And he goes, why don't we just go to the club? Because we were going to the breakfast. Like, he, he just assumed we are going to the airport. We'll just go to the club. So as he said that, I was just kind of like, oh, we're creating a monster. Yeah. And my wife, Katie, was laughing. She's like, I bet you're so proud right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I want you to tell us about the club you went to because you went to a nicer club than we have access to. 
Oh, yeah. yeah, on the way out here, when we stopped in... Sh- so, on the way out here, we met Drew and Nate in Charlotte, because we all got in about the same time, and so we went to the Centurion Club there in Charlotte, and that was a really nice nice club. They had a nice um, buffet, which was back open. You could go and serve yourself food there, uh, so it was really nice. Great views, at least at Charlotte anyway. Yeah. Good views of the of the ramp and that kind of stuff. The food was good. So. Yeah, the food was like a, a full meal. Like oh, ours really? was like snacks. The one yeah, that we have. I, I think it was. I think it was like barbecued pork. Ooh. It had barbecued pork and mixed vegetables and like cookies and cake and stuff on the buffet. And I guess you could go back as often as you wanted. Yeah, it looked so good. It, it was nice. really good. Yeah, like actual meal. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what we have access to the club with um, the club with our airline. And it's nice. It's it's quiet, and you can go up and get some snacks. But it, seeing yours, I was like, that's a full meal. Not that like I need to gorge myself. And I, we have the same food over and over. Like they just add waffles. Did you see that? They did add waffles. And I was, was so excited. I was like, news. something different. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> waffles. But then they took away the donut holes, and I was like, no, I like to give those to the gate agents. <laughs> but do they have a pancake machine? Ours doesn't. At least that went in. Not that I see, no. But the one in Boston had clam chowder. What was different? Oh, did they? It was nice. It something different. So, but when I saw your plate, that you guys showed the pictures, and I was like, "That's like a restaurant. Like it's so nice, so much nicer." So, but the problem with that one is, you, I believe, you have to have a guaranteed seat. Oh, really? Or you have to have a seat on it. So you have to either get a gate agent to give you a seat early enough that you can still get to the club. You can't show up without a seat assignment. Is that the one that's over in? So I think they do have one in Phoenix. The high bees. Yeah. So. Okay. As I want to see if I can talk Drew into taking me, but also I have to have a seat assignment. Otherwise, mm, yeah, they won't let you in. Could I talk to you into give me a seat assignment? Maybe Hurley. I'll take it right away, but I'll give it to you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't print it. Didn't yeah, drop then, it. Yeah. Drew was the only reason I got in because I don't travel enough to have status on any airlines to get in there. So Drew got, I think he got both Nate and I in as guests. Yeah, on on his. They look so nice. Yeah. Nice. So I just thought it was. That's better that yeah you guys. Or that Jakey thought that you just go to the club for breakfast. Yeah, he was just like, we're going to the airport, let's go to the club. He loves it. Dad, why would you pay for breakfast? Flying for him is kind of like the old days. Like, he gets a full meal on every flight because we're trying to shut him up. And so we're giving him food. So whenever he flies, it's just like, bring, we're the treats, let's fly somewhere. I don't care where it is. He knows he gets his his shows and his food. And he wants his pineapple juice straight from the the bar. Yeah. (laughs) Let's continue on with this trip. Okay. Because you went to new york just for the evening oh yeah half a day and we're going so let's talk about yes so so that was my first time in new york and so drew said let's go into the city we were staying at a hotel close to the airport in new york but he said let's go into the city so we went into the city thursday night and we're gonna go get dinner and that was a lot of fun we went to this little pizza place down in greenwich village we were driving we were driving down the down the street and I'm looking around and I'm like, this looks familiar. And I'm like, Oh wait, the friend's apartment is somewhere close to here. And I looked up and we were literally at the corner of Grove and Bedford, which is what they always used on friends as the um, external shot of their apartment complex. And and we were like, they were like, Hey, we're right here. And it it was there. And I didn't have my camera back out at the time to take a picture of it, but we ate, we went ahead and went to dinner and went to this little pizza place and ate dinner. And then after that, we came back and took a picture of the apartment. And then from there, we walked down to uh, freedom tower downtown and down to the ground zero 
uh, memorial area. Of course, by the time we got down there, all of it was closed, so okay. we really couldn't get. We couldn't get. They close it up at like five or six o'clock in the evening, and you can't get to where the twin towers stood. They're, okay, it's chained off, but you can kind of walk around it and see it a little bit. Just at night, it's chained off. Just at night. Okay, um, it's open during the day, but like I said, they close it at. Like around five or six o'clock so we and it was this was almost eight o'clock by the time we got down there so we missed getting to to go actually see it but we could get close enough that we got some good pictures and we got some good pictures of the new one world trade center very cool that's probably our day two of our trip yes yeah, so i was gonna make sure we'll do that in the morning time then yeah because that's what we're Early. I know we talked. You said you were interested, but probably not going to be able to know you're doing this trip. But, yeah, yeah. But I'd that, like to go back. I'd like to go back and be able to go to that all of that stuff during the daytime because I really remember when all of that happens. So it'd be really interesting to go see a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. That's what we're hoping to. Was the pizza? Drew was like, you got to go there. In your opinion, do you have to go there, or was it just good pizza? Is it like the best pizza ever pizza? I don't know that I would call it best pizza ever, but it okay. was really good Very pizza. Good. Okay. I, I mean, it was some quality pizza. I'll give it that. We're we'll have to find somewhere we can get everyone that comes. Okay, so, where are you? The thing about the thing I will say about the Greenwich Village stuff, so many restaurants in New York City now, so that they could open back up with COVID, are doing outside dining. Okay. So a lot of even like a lot of the streets, they've closed off streets completely so that they can so that the restaurants can set up outside dining in the streets does it kind of have like a, a europe feel out. yeah like yeah it really does and it, it was it was really a cool atmosphere to walk walk around greenwich village and, and kind of get that european vibe of the little outside cafes and stuff like that because they're all over the place oh, very cool around there so that was really neat to, to go see that well and i'm hoping the weather is still fairly warm like not it does it's not cooled off too much that yeah we can eat outside and enjoy well that's kind of what we chose this time i think is for us getting on non-revs which you don't have to if you want to pay but um it's kind of like a slower season and not hot because new york can get kind of warm and muggy yeah but also not cold because it can get cold there too yeah first part of october you should be pretty good maybe you need a sweatshirt or something but i don't think it'll be too cold i think it's gonna be good weather it should be real nice there yeah okay so i wanted to ask because we've kind of had a discussion within our little group how often do each of you have to fly to fill? Like for me, if I don't fly every at least once a month, but I like to go more. Do you feel like you kind of like start missing and really needing to fly? I've gone about two weeks recently, and that feels good. If I went more than every two weeks, I probably would start to be like, okay, I need to do something. If you saw after two weeks, you feel like you need to go somewhere. Yeah, it's hard to say for me because most of my travel that I do is probably for work. Yeah. But even that is not a lot. But I do enjoy traveling. And maybe because I don't do it quite as often, I enjoy it more. Yeah, I think I, if I did it really often, I would get tired of it. And it wouldn't be as much fun. I'm getting old and I don't <laughs> like people very much. So <laughs> dealing with the crowds in the airport is not a whole lot of fun. Last year when we came out here, the airports were pretty much almost deserted. This yeah. year they were very different. They're very different. Yeah. Very well, that's it. Last packed. week, our, our friend Laura that was on from, from Salt Lake. Yeah. yeah, the flight attendant from Salt Lake. And she said she's kind of, because when you fly for a living, it's you still like to non-urban stuff and travel, but it's also kind of like what's his work. So, yeah. So, but. Can I ask him my, would you rather that I ask Laura? Oh, yeah. Okay. That so, I cut out. So, yes. <laughs> so, so, I'm just curious. So, I've got a would you rather for you. Okay. Would you rather be stuck on a plane full of crying babies? Or like a youth church camp that wants to sing songs the whole time. 
I'd probably go with the youth church camp that wants to sing songs. I, I've done a lot of trips with church youth groups. Um, so you're, like, you're cool with that? Yeah. I I, <laughs> I used to drive the, the church bus for our church. Oh, oh did you? For okay. our church youth and our so church you're leading comp. them. You're up there. Well, I'm not, I'm not leading, but I'm used to listening to them in the, in the back of the bus singing and all that kind of stuff. So I think I'd probably rather do that than a bunch of crying babies. <laughs> They're both awful. And that'd be an option. <laughs> well, it was like, to me on a plane, you should be quiet. So I, I told Tyler the story, but I was flying out somewhere and I had my headphones in, but I could hear this like yakking noise. And I was like, and the lady in front of me, I thought she was on her phone. So I was super annoyed. I was like, are they going to come tell her to shut up? Like she needs to get off her phone. We're taxing. Anyway, so I take out my headphones and I realize it's the flight attendants making the safety announcements. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I guess she can't shut up. Like she has to keep talking. Well, I don't know. Yesterday on the 787, I don't know who they, what flight attendant they had doing the safety announcements, but you could not hear her, mm. even without headphones on. Oh, really? Yes. And that plane is quiet, and but you still couldn't hear what she was saying. So. I'd, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Well, I know most of the spiel. I was, anyway, yeah. so. I was talking to, his name's Tom, he's an FAA guy from Louisville, and he flew southwest. I said, is there a nonstop from Louisville here? And he said, there is, but it's Spirit. And he's like, I'm not flying Spirit. All right. <laughs> and he said, so he flew southwest, he said, but southwest was almost the same way. He said, there's two ladies watching shows on their phone with no headphones on, oh, no. full blast. So kind of like here, people should be quiet. Yeah. And I, they fell asleep, but they were still playing... And I was like, oh, so. Well, when I flew Frontier this last week, one of their announcements was, if you're going to watch a show or play music, you have to have headphones on. And I was like, praise the Lord. Thank you. Can we make does it have letter to be, in the back? Does it have to be a rule, though? Like, it's, well, exactly. It shouldn't have to be. It shouldn't be a rule you have to make an announcement for. It should just be a given. That should be common courtesy. Exactly. I don't want to listen to your show. Yeah. <laughs> no, or your music. Yeah. When we were flying, to, maybe I should talk about this in the show. To Copenhagen, there was kids that were had been playing games like that, and the dad had headphones on, so he couldn't hear the kids had unplugged theirs. Yeah, whatever the sound would have been. The same kind of like <laughs> rotating, like it's like oh. it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't just enough to like irk you. Okay, so so Greg, do you mind telling us about a trip that you've been on that you were excited about? Or yeah, so uh, 2019, uh, my wife and I celebrated our 25th wedding anniversary, so we had planned to do something big for our 25th anniversary, we went to uh, St. Lucia, oh, nice. which was incredibly nice. The resort that we stayed at was an all-inclusive on the island. It was absolutely amazing. And we are so looking forward to going back there. My only complaint with that trip was the airport, the main international airport on St. Lucia is on the southern tip of the island. The resort that we stayed at was on the northern tip of the island. So it was like maybe 30 miles from the airport to the resort, but it was like an hour and a half drive oh, really? uh, from the airport to the resort. But it was incredible. We So we stayed at the resort. We did a couple of little excursions. We went, they had a little hike where they went to this old fort that was close to the resort. It was about a five-mile hike. We did that one day. And then we did a, um, a little uh, sunset cruise um, excursion, which was really fun. So we went out. They took us down to kind of the southern tip of the island, fed us dinner, and then brought us back. So that was that was a lot of fun. I bet that was really pretty. Have yeah, been, yeah, it was gorgeous. Have been there before? I've never been there. That's why I was telling him. I've, I've been there once on a cruise, but it was one day. And it, we said it, it's hard to see a destination in one day. 
It just it, it's not even a day. You know, it's it's hours. It's Caribbean though, right? Is what we're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, okay. Yeah. How long were you there? We were there for a week. I think we flew in on Saturday and left on Sunday, maybe. So, okay. but for the full week. So that was it. Was it was a perfect amount of time to be there. We had like a we do do things one day, and then we'd have a day where we didn't do anything. We'd just go sit perfect. by the pool and yeah. just relax and chill out. And there was a couple of days that it rained. So we didn't really get to do much of anything those days. Just kind of hung out in the hotel room, but um, but just like white sand, super clear. Yeah, water. There, the sand wasn't super white there, but it was still really nice, soft sand. It's not like some of that really coarse sand that you find different places. They have their own little. This resort had its own little inlet that was kind of cordoned off, and they had jet skis and oh, wow. um, cool uh, kayaks that you could check out and go out and paddle around out there. And that kind of stuff. And then all the little restaurants. They had about six different little restaurants at this resort. And we just, we had our little concierge make us reservations at the beginning of the week. We said, we don't want to have to think a whole lot on this. So here, just make us reservations for the week. Tell us where we're going and we'll show up for dinner those nights. And so our little concierge guy made our reservations. He said, okay, here's your reservations for the week. And so each night we just go up and show up at the oh, restaurant. Oh, that's nice. We had one night, I think it was the night that we did the the sunset cruise. We were still scheduled to eat dinner when we got back. And we got back, we missed our reservation time when we got back. But we still went to the restaurant and we said, hey, we're sorry we missed our reservation time because we missed it by like a half an hour. And they said, oh, no problem. We'll, we'll get you seated. And so they sat us. And nice. We still squeezed you in nice. Yeah. And since it was all inclusive, you just go through the menu, say, I'll have this, 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 and this. And they just bring it out to you. Is, <laughs> nice. is is that the island that has like kind of like Twin Peaks? Yes. Okay, I'm trying to, and it seems like there was the big resort there. They were saying like, was it Matt Damon got not got married there? There was a couple of celebrities that. Oh. Uh, that's what they had said on our that they crew, but there was a a big destination. Yeah. For the, the resort that we stayed at was not. It wasn't one of the big chain resorts. Oh, there's a number of them there. Okay. Yeah, there's there's several resorts on the island. This one wasn't. It's. It's a chain of resorts because they have other resorts in the Caribbean and different places around the world, but it's not one of the big chains that everybody, you know, thinks of when you think of all-inclusive resorts. Okay. But, but it was really nice. I mean, it like I said, we're itching to go back because it was so nice. Very we, cool. I don't know if we'll go back to that one or whether we'll maybe find one of their other resorts someplace and try one out on a different island somewhere. So you're going to wait another 25 years? So you're 50. No. <laughs> no. Hopefully not. <laughs> no. Well, like I said, we're empty nesters now, so we have a little bit of flexibility on when we can go vacation or wherever we want to. So Our dad was waiting forever to be an empty nester. Yeah. I think he was so excited. Yeah, he's excited. He's retiring, so it's coming up for, like, travel more. Yeah. So one more question, and then we'll do tips. Do you have an aviation story that will make both of us jealous? Or maybe just one of us if <laughs> <laughs> it may only make one of you jealous. Um, I think I'm, my aviation story I'm going to go with is, I guess it was probably 2003. I got to fly on a B-17 bomber, World War II bomber. Oh, wow. Um, oh, that's cool. What I got, that was my birthday present for the year. And it was actually, I don't know, I guess it's been a couple of years ago, the, the B-17 that crashed in Connecticut it was that B-17 that oh. I got to fly on. So it was really cool. It was about a 30-minute flight around the Lexington area. 
but once you got up in the air, you were free to get up and move around the plane wherever you want to. So you could go to all the little stations in the plane. So I went up to the little bombardier station in the nose and to a couple of little gunner stations. And then for the remainder of the flight, I, so for those of you that are familiar with a a B-17, where it goes back from kind of the main fuselage into the tail section, there's a spot there where the radio operator would have sat in the war and it's got like a piece of plexiglass there where there would have been a gun. Uh, but on this particular one, they had taken the piece of plexiglass out. So it was just open air. So I ended up standing there for the remainder of the flight. Well, I'm six foot three. So for the last half of the flight, I'm standing there with my head sticking out the top of the airplane, just in the open air. So it's oh, crazy. Yeah. But it was, it was a whole lot of fun. It was, I wouldn't very cool. somewhere. I have a video of it on like, VHS tape somewhere. I don't know where it is, but, uh, but yeah, that was real. That was really cool. I was, I think that's one of my most memorable aviation stories. The other stuff is just, you know, the typical aviation trips and stuff like that. Well, I'm jealous. No, that is, that's very cool. Very cool. Not very many people can say they've done that. Yeah. Yeah. That's been on that, that aircraft. Yeah. Years. That's one of those things. You don't find those many much anymore. And to be able to say you actually, that you're not a World War II vet and you've actually flown on a B-17 is kind of cool. Yes, it's like, yeah, we've probably maybe seen them in museums, but to actually fly on it, is, yeah. that's cool. Let's get to uh, tips. I have one more question. This goes back. I should ask this before. You paid for the the extra the, for the United flight on the the Dreamliner. It yeah. was a pre- premium company. Was it worth the extra cost? It was. Okay. But the thing about it was the extra cost on this. So the original, our original flight from Dulles to LAX we had paid I don't remember it was it wasn't much it was a hundred dollars I think for that flight because we had booked it so far in advance to do a one-way from Newark to LA in premium economy was only like 20 or 30 bucks more oh dang that's worth it yeah yeah so when we exchanged our when we switched our flights we only had to pay an extra 20 bucks to get premium economy and so we got a seat with a much it's basically the premium economy on that 787 configuration is more or less a domestic first class seat because that 787 10's got the Polaris uh, first class okay, yeah. configured. Kind of yeah, the stuff, little pods. Yeah. Um, and so, so you're basically in a domestic first class seat, which was was great. We got a meal and but it was like a first class meal though, right? Yeah, it was the first, it was the same meal as first class. Yeah. We got free booze so you know couldn't beat it for 30 yeah. bucks yeah that's that's a steal yeah so cool so it's definitely worth it now we did look the day before the night that we were out at dinner we looked up to see how much that same ticket would cost if we bought it that day oh yeah and i think it was six or seven hundred dollars for that yeah. same ticket and we had paid like 130 for ours so that was that was crazy. Yeah, that probably felt really good then. Yeah, as you're walking yeah. around going, no, you only spent. Yeah. <laughs> How much did you pay? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I watched a, a deal as American Airlines, the day in the life of American Airlines. This is back probably the 90s. They did this show, and they went through and they showed all the different passengers and how much each paid, and they're like this person, like this amount of people paid this much, this much. And there's people in the back that paid more than first class because they bought last minute. Yeah. And it just kind of it was crazy. And then like, and these four paid nothing because they're like the non-revs. But it was just like how much difference there were. And somebody made me a middle seat, but paying a lot more than a first class because they 
but that that person they were like oh yeah like it was worth it i needed to get home so it was just it's crazy how different that is yeah, and sometimes like a lot of the travel that i do for work is would be last minute travel it's not something that i can book yeah three or four weeks out in advance because it's something that's come up at the last minute and i need to go and i'm kind of cheap myself and so when i'm booking my travel for work i try to find the cheapest airfare but even then you're still paying six seven hundred dollars for a coach class seat or economy class seat when you buy it at the last minute a lot of times yeah all right do you have a tip my tip would be come to this h hotel i think it's pretty cool up on top to watch the planes yeah if you're gonna if you're into that especially um watching planes and it's good location. They got a shuttle right into the airport. Yeah. I'm not sure how the price is compared to the other ones. It probably is a little bit more. But it's a Hilton Hotel. It's a nice hotel. They're not sponsoring this, though. It'd be uh. nice if they did. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you have a tip for us, for our listeners? Uh, I'll give two tips. Um, if you can book premium economy for $30 more than what you were going to pay on an economy ticket, That's do it. That's a good one. That's, That's a good tip, a, yeah. It's worth it. Um, and then the other thing is... Go to Greenwich Village and have pizza. Okay. That was, it was definitely worth the time and effort, even though it was from Newark. It took us a while to get there, but go to Greenwich Village for the pizza. It was really good. Okay. I, I don't think I have a tip. I'm just going to talk about, just real quick, about our New York thing. It's coming up. We're making deal, de- uh, plans, and hopefully this week we can have them out. Because already the couple in New York said, what are plans? Because they're hoping to meet up with us. So hopefully we can get a few dinners where we can meet up with people along with the show. I mean, we'll get all these details out. But reach out to us because we, like we're talking today to the guy from Raleigh. And he said, I'm thinking about coming up for just a day. So, yeah, reach out to us so we can kind of get a – even if you're not going to stay with us, we don't need to find a room for people. It's just kind of let us know so we can you know, hey, we need to reach out and find a restaurant that can hold X amount of people. So yeah, it's going to be fun, though. So yeah, I'm getting real excited. Yeah, I wish I could come on that trip. I know. We'll with, this, with this trip and other things going on, going on at home, I just can't do yeah, we get a weekend it. away. Well, if this works out well, we'll have to do it again. So Yeah, we'll see how it goes. But thanks for listening to our show and supporting us. We don't we don't have a ton of listeners, but we have some really good ones. Very good. It's been yeah. fun to meet people in here. So. Yeah, there's certain podcasts that I prioritize, mainly because I know when they're coming out. There's some podcasts that I listen to, and they kind of hit a given day. But like I know you guys come out on Tuesday, so yeah, we try. I can listen to it on Tuesday mornings on my way to work. Perfect. So thank you for that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's yeah. nice to meet you. Finally, I mean to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you too. Yeah. And thanks for being on. We'll talk to you guys next week. All right. Bye. This has been Non-Rev Lounge. Thanks for joining Tyler and Monique. You can find them on Instagram and Twitter by searching Non-Rev Lounge. Also, you can contact them at nonrevloungepodcast at gmail.com. They would love to hear from you. They are always looking for ideas to make their show better. If you are enjoying this show, please think about leaving a review or rating so other people can find this show. Thanks for joining us. See you next week and safe travels.